Okay, hey, uh, it's good morning for me. I'm not sure when we're going to do this. It'll probably be in the afternoon, but good afternoon. Friday, April 3rd, uh, kind of getting back with you guys. Great time last night. I don't know if you guys were blessed. I was blessed, a little bit worn out at the end. That was a lot of questions firing at us. But hey, uh, it was a blessing to see your guys' response, curiosity, wanting to be part of this. So thank you so much for the participation. And uh, I'm praying that you participate like that every uh, live stream that we do. Be part of it, whether we're uh, interacting or not, be part of it. So just want to encourage you to do that. Uh, we had the question about Elijah and Jehoram and whether Elijah was alive uh, during that time, whether he had already been taken up. I think we all kind of said he died, but remember Elijah didn't die. He just went up to heaven. Uh, and so, but whether he had been taken before that or not, and uh, so I looked some stuff up for you, did some research, and the commentaries are just about as confused as we are, and they don't all agree. The closest I got to one was talking about if we do the Kings and Chronicles together, we're not sure of the chronology on that, and he could have very well been there at that time. So that's a possibility. The other possibility we mentioned last night, he wrote the letter beforehand. It was delivered uh, after he was taken up. And very possibly it could have been delivered by Elisha because Elisha and Elijah hung out together. So I hope that clarifies that and, and gives you a little bit of understanding on that certain uh, uh, topic. And thanks for the question. All right. So second question. I know that Costa Mesa has asked the Calvaries to downplay prophecy and especially revelation. I haven't heard you teach about the end times. What do you think? Okay, good. I guess that's a good question. One thing is, uh, you kind of start out, you know that Costa Mesa has asked that. Uh, Costa Mesa has not asked me to do anything. And uh, so I don't know. I would be careful of rumors. Uh, I know there's some back and forth going on, so just be careful of some stuff. But uh, you say you haven't heard me teach on end times. Uh, at the end of 19, 2019, uh, may, or maybe towards the middle, anyway, we did Matthew. And at the end of Matthew, we definitely taught on end times, Matthew 24, 25. So uh, we taught on it there. I've done a teaching through Daniel and Revelation a couple times. You can go on our website, archive, look at the archives, get that. I am never going to not teach about end times because that's part of what we are involved in. And technically, we are in the end times now. The end times began, uh, I think, very or the times the Gentiles began during the Babylonian captivity. So, And one thing I know, we're closer to the end today than we were yesterday. So... Uh, uh, we'll teach about it, and again, I'm not. I get some stuff from Calvary Global Network. I've got no no instructions or requests or anything about not teaching on the end times. Next, what does God or does God ever take out or cause physical death to a believer who consistently and intentionally sins? Wow. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I would be afraid to answer that. Uh, so uh, I know in Corinthians, Paul does the passage 11, 
23 and following that we look at when we do communion. He says that's why some of you are sick and have fallen asleep. So he implies certain things, but I don't, I don't, I can't say that God's going to take someone out because they're sinning intentionally. That's a kind of scary because guess what? We all sin intentionally. <laughs> they may not be the big ones, but we still sin intentionally. So, uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure why you're asking that. Uh, but I, here's what I would say. Number one, I would try and avoid sin as much as I can and stay close to God. He's a good God. That's what I know. He's a perfect God and a righteous God. So I trust him to do the right thing always. Very true. Um, you kind of addressed this one last night, but in case somebody missed it um, during the Q&A last night, um, they say, I came in contact with, or I come in contact with individuals who are so paranoid about getting COVID-19, but my days are already numbered and I'm going to a better place. Why in times of crisis do many Christians lose faith? Uh, good question. I think, uh, you know, I think our, our faith has to do a lot with uh, uh, some of us are saying we're walking by faith when we're really not. We're walking by the things we have around us. And if our health is good and we're doing good uh, socially, financially, spiritually, uh, our faith is way up here, then something hits us and, and it seems to dwindle. So I kind of know what you're talking about there. But uh, as far as this COVID-19 not wanting to get it, hey, uh, I don't, I mean, I think my days are number two, but I'm not going to go uh, stand in front of a truck on I-10 and tell them, my days are numbered, you can't hit me. So my Bible does say, and we just read, do not test the Lord your God. So I would put it that way. So I'm not going to go licking door handles right now and prove that I'm not afraid of COVID-19. But I do understand what you're saying, and we do need to walk by faith. And I believe fully that God has this. God knows what's going on. And if it's my time to go, I'm going to go whether it's COVID-19 or not. Very true. Do you believe that Adam and Eve ate the animals in the garden, or rather that they all lived in harmony and there was no bloodshed? Hmm. hmm. Are you asking me, were they vegans? Is that what you're implying? <laughs> so They juiced. <laughs> I think they did. They had great juicers back then. But uh, I don't think there was bloodshed till after the fall. That's what it seems to imply. So... But I also know that God gave us these like these teeth to rip meat. So I don't know if those developed over time. But uh, I do think that they were maybe vegans. It seems to imply that. So, uh, but I know that after that, God said to kill and eat. So uh, I don't know. Doesn't Romans bring up a verse about death entering the world after Adam's After sin? the fall. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I, I, yeah, you know what? There wasn't death till Adam sinned, so good good point. So, yeah, I don't think he was killing animals and eating them. Uh, early Christianity, Jews were forced to be Christians. Are there still Jews that are forced to be Christians? And if so, how and why are they forced now versus back then? Uh, I don't know biblically that anybody was ever forced to be a Christian. So you may be referring to the Crusades and the Crusader period, but that was uh, 
kind of non-Christians forcing people to act like Christians. So uh, I wouldn't put a lot of stock in that. They weren't, no one was, well, I got to be careful how I word that. Uh, I don't think people who were, if they were forcing people to be Christians, I'm not even sure they were Christians who were forcing people to be Christians. So uh, I don't believe that that didn't take place biblically. I can tell you that. So unbiblically in the world, uh, we can't put stock into that. And Jews today are not forced to be Christians because we don't force anybody. It's God who redeems people. Uh, you might be, again, thinking about, hey, uh, do you have to believe in Jesus as your Savior to go to heaven? Do you have to believe that he died for your sins, rose again on the third day, and put your trust in that to go to heaven? Absolutely. Whether you're Jew, Gentile, doesn't matter. Uh, in the Bible, God doesn't seem to think that death is a big deal. But for us humans, death is a huge deal. I think that God knows that physical death is only a blink of an eye in eternity. Shouldn't Christians think about death the way God does? Wow. wow. A lot of questions about dying right now, I guess, because of this virus. Uh, uh, I kind of see what you say, but uh, hey, we're all... We all live in this flesh, and we're in this temporal world, and that's all we know. So, yeah, we do have somewhat of a fear. I'm not afraid of what's going to happen when I die or after I die. It's just the process is a little bit freaky for me and because I haven't done it before. And, and uh, you know, once I'm on the other side, I can answer that question better. But, yeah, I think we should have a little bit more... Uh, realistic, biblical, spiritual perspective of death. But as I said, we have this body of weakness that uh, sometimes overpowers our faith. In one of your teachings, you mentioned that you believed Josephus was a traitor and you did not like him. Why is that? Because he was a traitor, and I don't like him for that. Tell us uh, how you really feel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Josephus Josephus helped the Roman army destroy uh, Jerusalem. So, uh, hey, he wrote some good historian work, but I don't have to like him for that. You know, I, I think traitors are traitors. So, sorry. I don't mean to ruin your whole thing of Josephus, but that's just where I'm at with Josephus. So. I hope that clarifies. Do your research on him and find out what he was really all about. Fair enough. And then the last one, and I kind of gave you a, this one last night, but this one's just for fun. What did Jesus use as toilet paper? And oh. what does the Bible say about it? <laughs> oh, that's that's somebody wanting to wanting to hoard toilet paper. It sounds like uh if you've ever been to the Middle East or even to some other Asian countries, been on, to India, different places, uh, they didn't have toilet paper for a long time. I traveled in India where they had no toilet paper, and you never touch a person's left hand. Enough said. So, hey, thank you guys for your questions. Don't shake hands left-handed, uh, leaving on that note. But once again, we want to remind you, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, we're live. Sunday morning, 9 and 11, we're live. 
tune in. And once again, the response to the Q&As were great. So I'm asking you, hey, respond that way when we're live. And let's do church together. And let's stand strong together. Let's let the world know that as Christians, we're united through this time. And we're going we're gonna to walk through it loving our God, praising our God, worshiping our God, and loving our neighbor. Don't forget, we're not hoarders, we're helpers. God bless you guys.